Hi everybody, it's Alicia here, and this is a brand new episode of LMC Liceo Marihuri Teens Life, a podcast made by teenagers for teenagers. In today's episode, we're going to explore the underestimated word of sex ed. But what is sex ed? It actually stands for sexual education, which is high quality teaching and learning about a broad variety of topics related to sex and sexuality, exploring values and beliefs about these topics and gaining the skills that are needed to, well, navigate relationships and manage one's own sexual health. Sex education may take place in schools, community settings, or even online. Planned Parenthood believes that parents play a critical role and central role in providing sex education. That being said, let's just jump right into it. The majority of us learned about sex through random conversations with friends, not from educated adults who are responsible for their physical, social, and psychological development. I mean, sexuality education is not just about sex, reproduction, and how to avoid problems. Sex ed programs usually cover a broad range of topics related to human development, which means reproduction, puberty, sexual orientation, gender identity, relationships, so families, friendships, romantic relationships, dating, personal skills such as communication, negotiation, decision-making, sexual behavior, um, abstinence, and sexuality throughout life in general, sexual health, so sexually transmitted diseases, contraception, pregnancies, and last but not least, society and culture, so gender roles, diversity, and sexuality in the media. Which means that sex ed programs aim to improve knowledge and understanding of this complicated matter that plays a massive, massive, massive role in our everyday life. It also promotes sex awareness, which means that it teaches people to be conscious in their decisions when it comes to sex. It builds social skills, such as communication, because talking about sex shouldn't be a taboo. We have to learn to be more open about it. It also prepares young people for a healthy sexual and reproductive life. And it helps painting a more realistic picture of what sex is like, both emotionally and physically. Past generations tend to think that all sexual education does is harm children and adolescents, but it can actually do a lot of good for them. One of the main reasons why adults don't support sex ed in schools is because they think that it would lead to early or increased sexual activity, which is not true at all. For example, England does not include sex ed in its school program. Well, Netherlands does. And studies show that teen pregnancies are three times more common in England compared to Netherlands, which proves the point that sex ed only teaches them consciousness. 
This knowledge and understanding of the subject can bring positive changes in sexual behavior and also reduce negative health outcomes such as infections, diseases, unwanted pregnancies, etc. Sexual education prepares teens for their future, which is why children and adolescents need to have the right to sex ed. Studies from all around the world say that teenagers are unprepared and unaware of the changes that puberty brings when hitting them. Young women are afraid of menstruation or discharge and they tend to hide them. When many boys wake up weirded out by erections, etc. There are so many examples. And the thing is that we were never taught how to react to those kinds of situations and the approach that we use to deal with them will probably stick with us forever. By having knowledge about these subjects, they won't feel embarrassed if they'll ever need to seek help in such situations. When sex ed is talked about between an adult and a teenager, it's either taboo and extremely embarrassing, or it becomes a talk about abstinence and purity, which gives them mixed messages. Adults need to understand that if their kids don't feel comfortable asking them such questions, they'll eventually learn it on the internet. In just a click, the net shows them myths about sex that aren't absolutely true, like you can have non-protected sex with your partner if they're on their period because they can't get pregnant. And you don't want your kids to learn that these rumors are not true on their own skin, right? Well, yeah, I didn't think so. Not to mention the porn industry. Honestly, it paints a view of sex that it's extremely fake, unhealthy, toxic misogynistic and kids need to know that sex will not resemble that at all. Another benefit that this program would have on kids would be teaching them that consent is crucial when it comes to every single part of their life, especially when sexually active. They need to know that there is no such thing as non-consensual sex because that is just called rape. That's it, and people who commit it must pay for it. Past generations, including my own parents, grew up with rape culture. What's rape culture, you may ask? Well, rape culture is a sociological concept in which rape is normalized due to sexism and attitude towards gender and sexuality. There are certain dangerous behaviors that we don't want next generations to learn from rape culture. Some of them would be victim blaming, slut shaming, sexual objectification, not acknowledging the harm caused by sexual violence, being embarrassed to report it in case it happens, and so on. It is so messed up. Because we live in a world that revolves around gender-based violence. When boys get the talk, the big talk, and you know what I'm talking about, they are taught that masturbation is normal. 
Well, girls, when they get the dog, they are told to never let their drink alone, to never go out at night, to carry some kind of weapon to defend themselves, not to go out alone, to cover up their chests from older men, not to wear skirts or dresses, otherwise they're asking for it, and so many other things that are just messed up. But what would that have to do with sexual education in schools, you may ask me? Well, with the power of education, teens from all over the world would have equal access to the same information regarding of their gender and social status. Because, think about it, if these men that are told women every day were taught basic sex ed when they were younger, meaning that they would have learned about consent and respect, Words like pedophilia and rape would have an extremely negative connotation, and they certainly wouldn't be acting like that. Because the majority of sexual harassment towards women is caused by men who grew up with rape culture. And I'm not generalizing or exaggerating, because 90% of women have been sexually harassed. I mean, your mother is part of the 97%. The waitress that served you yesterday is part of the 97%. The girl sitting next to you, she's part of the 97%. That little kid in China that made your clothes, I know it sounds stupid, but she is part of the 97%. And you, you might be part of the 97% yourself if you're a woman. Sex ed takes down all gender barriers and sexist behavior in order to make the world a better place. Little boys and girls grow up seeing their dads treating women like objects and saying men don't cry and women belong in the kitchen. They are most likely to perpetuate that and create an infinite circle of abusive behavior that will not only harm women, but men too. And that's because... The way that women and men are treated in society comes from their sexual role. And that's why children need to be educated about sex from a young age to change their role in tomorrow's society. If sex ed was radicalized in the educational system, it would help teenagers to express themselves. Something that's always always, always triggered me is the fact that gender identification is never mentioned when talking to an expert and nor is gay sex. For the same matter, it's because we live in a heteronormative society led by homophobic, racist, misogynistic politicians that believe that, I quote, gender, it's what's between your legs and being queer is just a phase or a trend, which is extremely unfair to any potential LGBTQ student attending those classes. I mean, Gen Z, which is my generation, is proved to be the generation with the highest rate of queer people and gender non-confirming people, which is why we should also add a more gender non-conforming and queer point of view when exploring these certain topics. With that being said, sex ed may look useful at first, 
But if you dig deeper into what it could actually teach the children, you may agree with me that it can help creating an army of educated and open-minded beings. Well, this is it for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. See you next time. Bye.